0: So we know there's been an increase of anxiety, worry, and depression in this country because of COVID, the pandemic, political unrest in our country. We know that half the country is not happy with the election, but what do we do with all these emotions? We brought on Bishop Robert Groose of the Diocese of Saginaw to talk with us about that, referring to his recent homily about inviting Jesus into our anxiety and worries. Welcome Bishop Groose to Epiphany. How are you today?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me. Happy Happy, New Year to all of you.
0: Happy New Mm. Year to you. And I had the uh, pleasure of listening to your homily. It was wonderful. And so I want to start out talking about how do we invite Jesus into our worries and and anxieties? So many of us are dealing with so many different kinds of worries and anxieties, especially, you know, dealing with this pandemic, the political unrest, everything that we saw in 2020 and a lot of people are not happy with what's happening with the ele- you know uh, the elections this year. So what do we do with all of these, these emotions?
1: Well, the first thing is we don't hang on to them because it's not uh, because then they be, they enslave us and um, then we're not free. We're not free to love. We're not free to show mercy. We're not free. We're not free in our own hearts. And and it's not what the Lord wants. You know the you know so we think if you look at the scriptures and the many times that the people came to Jesus for healing He's the divine position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we all carry these things um, physically, emotional, um, you know, I call it, I call it baggage sometimes and, but the Lord doesn't want us to carry those. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's allowing Jesus to have authority over our lives, I believe. And so he came in this world to reach out to all, to, to us who feel lost or, who uh, Mark have all these concerns and worries and um, he wants to walk with us in them. It's not to say they, they won't go away. You know, I can't change the election as much as I would like to. I can't, you know, I, I can't change COVID and the, and, and, the out, you know, what's COVID has caused in our, in our, in our world today, if I want to, you know, if, if, even if I, if I could, but it's how do I live, live, with the Lord Jesus in the midst of our worries, and our fears, and our anxieties. I think that's what, what it's about. And, and, and I believe, um, one, um, is we acknowledge that we have these, right? When I acknowledge that I have this worry, this anxiety, this fear, or whatever it might be, then I, I claim it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I invite Jesus into it. I acknowledge I have it. This is, I'm carrying this, and what do I do with it? Well, it's a place of union with Jesus, really, at the cross, and he desires to be with us in whatever whatever that situation is. And so we, in a very conscious, deliberate way, Lord Jesus, come, into, come and be with me in this worry, in this anxiety, but name it for what it is, not just something in general, but really specifically name it. Be with me in this great concern about our country. Be with me. In, in the aftermath of this COVID that, that I'm getting over or this fear of getting a vaccine or whatever, you know, so, so to be able to name it specifically, Jesus, come and be with me in this because I know this is a place you desire to be with me. Mm-hmm. Because because it's really, a, it's an area of our hearts. All of these are wounds in our hearts um, that, that are in need of, of, of the redeeming love and mercy of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so inviting him into it with us, he can only come in with love. Right and love casts out all fear, doesn't it?
0: A- Amen to that. Perfect, per-
1: perfect love casts out all fear So the perfect love of Christ transforms it. It doesn't mean it's necessarily going to go away, where it's going to be gone forever. But it's it's a place of receiving consolation from the Lord in the midst of it. So so in other words. You know, I think I recall in that homily, I said something about, you know, we go to bed with the, same, with the fears and the anxieties yeah. and the worries, and we wake up with them again. Mm-hmm. And we do this day after day after day. Well, that's not living, that's not living a, a life free in the Lord Jesus. And so in order to live this life free in the Lord Jesus is to invite him into all the stuff mm-hmm. um, that we carry. And so that he can, in, in his own mm-hmm. way, he can minister to the, those broken areas of our hearts that's carrying this baggage Mm-hmm. Um, that, that he doesn't want us to. He wants us to be free, but to be free in him. And so at, when we have invited him into it with us, he ministers to, to our hearts, and so then we respond out of his love, not out of the worry or the fear or the anxiety. Because, you know, everything in our heart, uh, and I'm talking obviously our spiritual heart, but everything in our in our heart will come out in our thoughts, words, and deeds. That Because that's how the Lord's hardwired us. And so wouldn't it be better to respond out of the love of Christ in my heart? Yeah,
0: because what, yeah, what proceeds out of the mouth comes from the heart.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it comes up in our actions. And so wouldn't, I, wouldn't it be better to be responding out of situations of, the, of, of our day and our life, responding out of the experience of the love of Jesus, mm-hmm. than it would be out of this anxiety or this fear? Or this worry, mm-hmm. and so it really is. It's asking. It's inviting the Lord Jesus into the into what I say, you know, is the mess in our own heart. So He can minister to us, just as He ministered all those people that walked the shores of Galilee with Him, and He brought them healing. And so He desires to bring healing to us, um, each in our own unique individual way, because He loves each of us, you know, uniquely and personally.
0: You know, Bishop. I was thinking when you're talking, the importance of awareness and naming it is really important. I'm a, I'm a natural warrior, just who I am, and and thank God that I married somebody the polar opposite of that, <laughs> um, who <laughs> does not worry. And you know, I, you know, every time I express an anxiety or worry, he's like, you know, Vanessa, you got to leave it up in God's hands. This is out of your control. And um, thank God, God knew what He was doing when He gave me my husband. Um, because I can't imagine two of us in this household that worries the way I do. Um, but, you know, I, I, what happens to us, and I, I want this from your perspective because I know what happens to me, but what happens to us when we cling on to these worries? You know, um, it, it's very detrimental, you know, and I, I have to consciously say to myself every morning, okay, God, I'm going to do what I can do. I'm going to leave all this crazy on in your lap. I can't do crazy. I'm going to only do what I can do today. And so what happens to us when we cling on to all this anxiety and worry?
1: Well, when we cling on to this from my perspective, my experience, actually,
0: <laughs> more than yeah. anything, because not yeah. just
1: my perspective, it's from my own personal experience, what happens when we hang on to this stuff? Then we try to manage it ourselves. You know, and sometimes when we try to manage things, we don't. We you know, oftentimes when we try to manage things, we don't do it right. We don't do it properly. We don't do it in a healthy way. You know, that's I mean, our, our world. Oftentimes, you know, we, we look at the ways of you know the really the things in our world today, and certainly the COVID has had a huge impact on on people's um, mental um, mental health and well-being, and um, but. So when we sometimes when we try to manage something over a long period of time, where does it lead us? It leads us away from the Lord and down the slippery slope to medicating it and and so on and so forth. And obviously that's not healthy, um, because when we try to manage it ourselves, that means we're not putting trust that the Lord can help us in this. So I, I can do it. I can do it better myself, and we and that's not a conscious thought. But it's a subconscious reality, I believe, at least from my own personal. I can I can manage this, you know. I can manage this. But then I wake up with it the next day and the next day. So that so that tells me I'm not managing this too well. And and when we try to manage something we're not free. You know, that's, and Jesus came to set us free. He said, he came so he said, I came so you may have life and have it in abundance. This abundant life in Christ doesn't happen when we try to manage our own pain and manage our own anxiety Jesus suffered and died on the cross was raised from the dead so that we don't have to do that and um, because it's through him inviting him into this stuff with us you know that that we are set free you know we're set free from our worries you know so and and may it's not like a one time one time and you're done i mean this is it's a it's really a way of living it's a way of living more um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a way of living moment by moment with the Lord, in union with Jesus throughout the whole day. You know so no matter what comes up in my day, no, ma- you know, no matter how challenging it might be or how much anxiety it can, it can cause, if I'm living in union with Jesus and' not trying to manage this stuff on my own, then it's not going to affect me um, the way it would otherwise. You know and so it's 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 looking for ways to live in union with the Lord in the moment by moments of our days in the moments of uh, you know of, of our days and we mm-hmm. can do that. it's it's really you know um, I, I just I really believe that no matter what we face or no matter what to worry if we keep our hearts and our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus knowing that he's gazing at us as well um, and we invite him into this worry or anxiety with us, you know, he won't fail us. He's there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's his deepest desire. So it's 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 seeking. It's really has to it has to become a bit you know habitual really, because mm-hmm. um, it's easy. To say, Well, I know I'm supposed to do this, but in the moment, <laughs> you know, as in the moment, in, in the moment, my 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 default position is to go back and try to manage it.
0: Yeah. And well, so we all want to control. Really, it's it's giving up right, that control. It's it. hard.
1: Right, no, it is. Yeah. But that's what's this. That's what Jesus is, is inviting us to,
0: mm-hmm. you know, where the,
1: He truly is. He truly is the Lord of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. not just on Sundays, but every moment of our lives. He truly is the Lord of our lives, in, in the most complete way that He that we that that um, it's possible. But but in the end, you know, it's up to us. You know, it's up to us to make Him the Lord of our lives in all, in all areas. Um, but it, it again, it has to be, it, you know, we're, it has to become habit for me. <laughs> has you know, to become a habit.
0: Yeah. It's daily you prayer. Know? For me, it's been daily prayer, daily conversation, starting my day in prayer, uh, and really setting the tone for my day. Um, and, and really waking up just being grateful for what I have and, and doing my part. You know, I can, do what I can do and then I the stuff that's out of my control I got to leave up to God. Like you said, Bishop, we can't control who our president is right now. This is the reality whether you like it or not. Right. We can't control what happened with us with COVID. We got to move forward. Um, we only could do we got to do our part. And I think it's so important, Bishop, and maybe you could speak to this is asking God um to to show us what he wants us from us. What he what he wants us to do and what's going on in the world our part. Um and really asking for that the Holy Spirit to guide us
1: well as you said it's so important that our days begin with prayer right mm-hmm. um, I, I can't imagine not getting up and spending time in prayer because it sets the tone for the whole day because it brings what is prayer do? it brings us in union with the Lord right and it's in the in that in that time we can we can ask him to walk with us throughout the day and then take time throughout the day for prayer you know I mean, Saint Paul says, "Pray unceasingly," um, and just you know, so throughout the day, stopping for a moment and 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 you know, offer you know, putting our you know, raising our hearts and minds to the Lord. And and in the end, you know, all these situations, I I, I can't change the president's heart regarding life issues, the mm-hmm. new president's heart. I don't have that capacity, but the Lord does. And so yeah. so so we pray. You know, we pray for him. We pray for his conversion. We pray for his openness, um, you know, to, to really to the presence of the Holy Spirit in his life. Um, and whatever the situation might be, it's you know, what is our role? I think, and, you know, when we can't change things that are out of our control or out of our, you know, environment, and, and, and then the, you know, the the, the the thing we can do, and and what the Lord invites us to do. Is, is is to um, bring these situations to prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. So that we, then we become intercessors, you know. We we become intercessors for the president and the vice president and his, and his administration. We become intercessors for those um, um, afflicted by by, by the, um, the 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 the, um, the COVID the COVID virus. We become intercessors for this and so the Lord uses our prayers. Um, in in the, in only the way that he can, and mm-hmm. so it's really it's then we then then because of that I I mean I like to say is because of that then we become participants in the further redemption of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say oh, the, the the world is fully redeemed already. <laughs> well, I look at the world today and I think, really, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. if it was it yeah. wouldn't be, we wouldn't be living through what we're living through and so you know so, yeah. so we make up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ as Saint Paul says and yeah. so it's a way for us a way for us to not only to be in union with with the Lord ourselves personally but we become intercessors in part and, and we, we become partners um, in the further redemption of the world but it comes mm-hmm. through our own prayer really yeah. I mean that's all to me it comes through this deep relationship with the Lord. And the power Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and that's an important point is a lot of people feel helpless and hopeless and they can't do anything. You can always pray you can always go to adoration you can always ask the holy spirit to guide you and you know and i know we're so focused you know on jesus and that's wonderful and i have a beautiful picture of him in my office that i look to every day and have a conversation with him every day but during these times worship groups i have groups i have to tell you i've been thinking so much about the old testament and the israelites begging god for mercy and the book of job and everything we've been going through and i even think about the screw tape letters um my C.S. Lewis sometimes thinking we're pawns and we're characters in this, and, and the screw tape letters. You know, what can we learn from uh, the Old Testament stories about what we're witnessing today?
1: Well, I mean, what we're witnessing today is, uh, is what the Israelites, and they were, they were put in, you know, they um, were kind of, they found themselves abandoned by God because, not because God had abandoned them, is because they had abandoned God. And I think that's what's happened today in our culture, in our world. This mm-hmm. society, um, we have abandoned the Lord. And so when, when we abandon God, then what happens? Chaos ensues.
0: And I mm-hmm. think this is
1: kind of part of what's happened. This is really a, it's at the heart of what's happening. You try to remove God from the culture, then this is what we end up with. If we return to the Lord with our whole heart, with you know fasting, prayer, almsgiving, um, Lent is coming up, so that's kind of on my mind— um, then, you know, the Lord will reengage in a very, in a very particular way for us. But right now, we push, you know, we push them out, and so um, I think one, one, I think one of the most important things that we can do right now is all of us, every single day, ask for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit mm. on us individually, upon our dioceses, upon our parishes, upon our culture, our society. Um, and, and that becomes our daily prayer, Lord. Give, give us this new outpouring of Your Holy Spirit, that, uh, this transforming Spirit um, that will transform our world. It'll transform my heart, Lord. This is what I'm asking: the new outpouring of the Holy Spirit, so that my heart can be transformed, and so then I can be an instrument of helping to transform the world, because I've been enlivened by the, the Spirit of, of, you know, the, the, the Spirit of Christ, and uh, you know, with. The gifts of the Holy Spirit have come alive, and the fruits of the Holy uh, of the Holy Spirit are are, are coming uh, as a result of that. But it, it comes down to, I believe, um, more than ever, we need a new outpouring of Christ's Spirit in this world today.
0: Amen. And it begins. And,
1: with, and it begins with us.
0: Mm-hmm. It does begin with us. So, what you know, listening to you today, what advice do you have for our listeners in terms of what's one thing we can do today? To change what we have been seeing, change our lives, change the lives of other people, pre- inviting the Holy Spirit. What, what, what is something that we could do today?
1: Well, I just one thing we can do today. I just shared. You know, ask for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Really, be make make that a prayer, and um, and and in, in a very conscious, deliberate way, give our worries away, the anxieties away, invite the Lord into them, and uh, you know, the Lord will over, you know, will. Uh, He's a divine physician And he doesn't want us to live With all of these worries and anxieties He wants us to be free So we pray for this freedom of heart You know, this freedom of heart to love And uh, the freedom of heart to show mercy to others Um, You know, freedom of heart to love our enemies Jesus calls us to love our enemies Mm. And that's hard, that's hard So really I think what we can do today Is pray for our own conversion.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen And Amen. the last thing I wanted to ask you uh, Bishop Bruce There's so many people in our lives Probably people we know that feel lost and alone uh, What message do you have for them um, And what can we do for them How can we reach out to those people Who feel lost and alone in this world today
1: Well um, I think the first thing We can pick up a phone and call them
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know Oftentimes people feel lost and alone Because no one—they from their perspective No one cares about them Or they're not concerned about them so if they're truly you know if if we know this is their situation then it's important to 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 pick up the phone and call them or go visit them make contact with them so they know there is somebody who, who cared enough about them to call them or to come and visit them um and then pray with them you know sometimes you know sometimes a person's life begins to change when 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 christians when we as Catholics take the time to be with someone and pray with them Mm -hmm. and pray over them. Um, And all of a sudden the Lord uses that prayer to change their disposition, you know, to change their outlook. Um, Because it's really, it's it's about us being the living presence of Jesus to them in the world today. Mm -hmm. And um, it may be the first time ever that somebody they've ever experienced someone praying over them. and and it really it's it's quite the eye-opening experience for them and opens their heart you know and and helps them see more clearly that you know that i am loved Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know Mm -hmm. and someone does care and um and invite them you know it's really it's about it's bringing christ to them and being it's being christ to them um he uses us in this way and so i think that's what's most important and then of course um you know continue to pray for them to be an intercessor on their behalf, I, I think, it's and ask the Blessed Mother to enfold them um, into in her mantle of love and mercy, you know, so they have this safe haven around them, it's called the Mother Mary's mantle, that will, yeah. you know, that, br- that brings them peace and that will bring them peace and consolation mm-hmm. as well.
0: Bishop Robert Groose, thank Brother. you so much for being with us here on Epiphany. Did you want to say something else? I'm sorry, Jake, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go
1: ahead and go ahead, no.
0: I wanted to ask if you would share a, a, a quick prayer with our audience today before we let you go. And any last things that you wanted to share?
1: No, I'd be happy to pray over you, all of you. Heavenly Father, we praise and thank you for your love and mercy, for the gifts of life, the gifts of all that you give to us in your son Jesus. There's so many in our world today are broken all of us so many who are hurting have anxieties and fears and worries and lord so i invite you to be with them today Um, be with them in those worries those anxieties those fears so that your healing love and mercy might transform them into new life that they might experience deeply your consolation and your loving care for them and we make this prayer through christ our lord amen amen Amen. the blessings of almighty god the father the son and the holy spirit Descend upon all of you and be with you
0: forever. Amen. Bishop Amen. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us here in Epiphany.
1: You're welcome. My pleasure.
0: We look God forward to having you, you on. God bless you, and we look forward to having you on again. If you have not seen Bishop's homily, I highly recommend you listen to it. I have it on my Communications Evangelist Coach Facebook page. That's Communications Evangelist Coach Vanessa. Don Hagarmo, go to the Facebook page. I put a link there. You can share it with your friends and family. I highly recommend you listen to it. Maybe uh, even share this interview with your friends and family. Uh, you can go to avemariaradio.net, get any of our archive shows, uh, and you can share that. Put it on social media, text friends, email them, and engage them. Invite them to invite Jesus into their anxiety and worries. Stay with us, everyone. We're going to continue right here on Epiphany.